0: Hey there, e-commerce enthusiasts. Let me tell you about a game changer in shipping, ShipStation. It's the ultimate platform for simplifying your shipping process. With ShipStation, you can easily import, manage, and ship your orders in no time. It integrates seamlessly with your favorite e-commerce platforms and carriers, ensuring a smooth workflow. Gain valuable insights with their powerful analytics and reporting tools. Say goodbye to shipping headaches. Visit stigmasandopenwounds.com ship And level up your shipping game today.
1: Hey, so welcome to a new Stigmas and Open Wounds. I am Tracy.
0: And I am Eric. All right, so... How are you doing this morning, Eric? Well, I feel out of place because I haven't sat in front of a podcast microphone in almost, probably almost a month now. Yeah, it's been at least three weeks, I
1: can tell you that, <laughs> that much. Yeah. have uh haven't been in our house for three weeks, so uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm a little bit tired, actually. And but it feels real good to be
0: home, I'm not going to lie about that one. Yeah, which is probably something that a lot of people out there would say, who says it's good to be home after a vacation? But yeah, but, but it's a still- good thing,
1: I'm going to say. So, but actually that ties really really well in with our uh with our episode today. Our episode today is self-acceptance and how happy are you? So, it kind of goes back to an episode we had a couple episodes ago which was putting on a face and what this is about today is really so do you get your happiness from things do you do you have to put on a face and so where do you get your happiness from are you consistently faking your happiness are you are you actually happy but really i i realized recently that i finally think i'm happy and i think in a couple of years maybe when i'm 50 I'm going to say, you know what, when I was 39, 40, I didn't really know what happiness was, and I think I'm going to f- consistently find that, but I'm actually in a really happy moment of my life, and we're going to talk about that today. So where does your happiness come from? And when I was writing this episode, I, I kind of, it was, I was going on a vacation And I had a lot of this drafted out, and I actually was making some changes over this last vacation. And it was kind of for a couple of reasons. One, because I was testing my happiness, in a sense, and testing how comfortable I was in my own skin. And then for another reason, it was because I actually realized that I did have some work to do on myself, but it was also because I think that there's some things that I just can't change about myself, and I have to just accept that. So we're going to dive a little bit further into that as we go on with this episode. So we're going to start out, and we're going to talk about what do I mean by self-acceptance, okay? So I don't know if you kind of know. Eric, do you really know, like, self-acceptance? What do you you think about
0: when I say self-acceptance? Well, I can tell you what I think of when I think of self-acceptance. Yeah, I, I I think you've kind of reached self acceptance when you stop looking around at how other people do things and how other people, yeah. Instead of looking at what everybody else has and you don't have, you start looking at what you have and being thankful for what you have.
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: You know, so like, like I like to think that I I don't really like somebody shows me something cool they have. Most of the time I look at it and I'm like, that, Oh, that's fine. That's neat. I don't want that. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Or maybe you uh, want that if, but
1: you're fine and
0: yeah. yeah. Or or I look at it and I say, Well, that would be kind of cool to have, but it's not worth the expense of what they're spending on it or what you know, right. whatever. Like there's a reason they have it, and it's great that if they're happy with it. Right. But there's a reason I don't have it. So, right.
1: Or or for instance, like when we were going down to breakfast when we were in portugal a lot of europeans it seems they dressed they dress for breakfast and what i mean by that is they they clean up they they look pretty when they got on to breakfast whereas we went down in our pajamas and we didn't care what we looked like man
0: we we we, we literally looked like we had just rolled out of bed yep. and walked down there which and was for a reason because that's exactly much, what we did yep <laughs>
1: And old me would have really been bothered by that. But I very much tested myself every day and I thought, do I care what these people thought? And you know what? I really didn't. I did not put on a bra. I did not care at all. My hair was a mess. And I put on tennis shoes. I didn't go on my my slippers or anything, but I really didn't care. And we didn't get that many looks, but yeah, people, people looked at us, sure. But I, I didn't care. I had this self-acceptance in me where it didn't bother me if somebody looked and thought, oh, yeah, they're, they're Americans or they are unwashed or whatever. Because I thought, yeah, eventually I'm going to take a shower. It doesn't really matter. I'm just down here to eat breakfast and go back up to my room. So that's where I had finally reached self-acceptance. I mean, on the, our flight home, I thought, you know what? My bra has been bothering me lately. I'm not going to wear a bra for my flight home because all I'm doing is flying. And when I was at the store one time before we had left for this trip, I had heard somebody and they were in like their, their Green Bay Packer football clothing. Right. And they had said they had seen one of their friends and they're like, Oh, these are my Sunday clothes. And I'm thinking you have to make an excuse for your clothing. And, at that point i'm kind of thinking they had not reached their self acceptance so maybe they were partly there whatever but they have to kind of they had to kind of make an excuse to somebody that they knew so they needed to reach a point where they had find, found their own happiness their own self acceptance Whereas I'm kind of at that point where maybe not every day I'm at this happiness point. Maybe sometimes I make an excuse, but when I do, when I hear myself make an excuse, then I'm like, wait, I don't need to make an excuse to this person. I don't need to tell them why I'm wearing sunglasses inside. I don't need to tell them that, sure, I have a migraine. I don't need to say, this is why I'm doing this. I, I'm accepting why I am the way I am now so that's what i mean by the self acceptance so so basically that's kind of what what i mean by how happy you are by have you reached the self acceptance and do you need things to make you happy or do you just need you do you just need uh do you just need somebody so as long as i have eric by my side as long as i have xyz I don't need a house. I don't need things. So when you're on the plane and they say, leave your things and go, I've kind of come to that point where I'm like, yeah, okay, this is all replaceable. And I'm fine with that at this point. Sure, I would like to take my phone with me so I have my contacts, so I have this, but I don't really need to bring my computer, my medication. I mean, yeah, I'd like my medication so I don't have to go through the hassle, but I don't need those things. Whereas I think there's a lot of people who need a large house, an expensive car. And if that's where you're at,
0: that's fine. And it's okay. It's okay to want those things. Right. I mean, it's just it's just that statistically it's been proven that that most of those things don't make people happy. So if you are a person that feel like you really, really deeply need... To have those kind of things. Like like most of your happiness is stemmed from material possessions. You should really stop and reflect on it and really try to figure out, is that really what makes you happy? Because right. I think a lot of people think that's what makes them happy. But when they do, when they really break it down, they'll learn that it, it has very little to do right. with those things.
1: Right. And what's kind of funny is... Eric always says, you are the simplest person to make happy. Like He will bring me home the most simple things. And I spurt this huge smile and he's like, I don't understand. And I'm like, because it's just the thought. And there was a point on our vacation. I don't even remember why it was blue. I don't know if it was because the weather or what, but and I wasn't even really that unhappy. It was just something. And... We stopped to get a little snack, and it was so good. It was just nachos, and it was peanut dip, and then it was sour cream with dill. And I love peanut sauce, and I love dill. And I was so unbelievably happy. And Eric was just saying, I don't get you. And I said, you don't understand. These are two of my favorite things in the world. And it made my day. And I think what it is is I can find these small things and it can make my day. And I think that's kind of where it is 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 when you can find small things, it can just it can just make your day. And that's that's just sort of where I am. and and it's not even that I need things, but I just I just find little things here and there, little items, not even items but little i i don't really even know how to how to say it but just just little happiness events yeah
0: events whether it's events or
1: exactly whatever it is if, it, if the sun be, pops out whatever you
0: know it could be it could be it, and it's not a like it doesn't have to not be a physical item it could be a right. physical item it could be buying a buying walking to a store and buying yourself some little snack every, every day. I it's Exactly. but
1: I mean, Eric's come home with something that he's bought at Goodwill. I mean, he's bought me a little Eeyore from Goodwill before. He's like, I found this little guy for 25 cents. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the cutest thing. And he's like, I don't get you. And I'm like, but it's Eeyore and but it makes my day because he bought it for me and it's e-over and whatever but sometimes it's just who buys it for you who does it for you and and it's just how it happens sometimes and when it happens etc and i think sometimes you just have to look at at what happens in your life and i think part of the reason i i wanted to put this this episode in here was when we were in Guatemala, we met this gentleman and they were taking a world trip and they were in in Mexico. And we thought, oh, this sounds like such a cool place. And they loved it. But then they came to Guatemala and the place that we were in Guatemala, we loved it. It was just this tiny little town and, and it could just be that we love little towns. We walked to the, the lake every day, and we just looked to see when the mountain was out. We looked at the little towns that we could see across the lake, and that was just our happiness every day. And yet this guy said, it's just shit, and it is just what was it? It's just concrete. And we thought, I cannot understand how he hates it, but he thought that because it was just concrete buildings, etc. It was nothing. But we thought, okay, it's just because he thinks everything needs to be built up out of everything, that it should be so much better. Yet we thought, oh my gosh, our walks to the lake and seeing if the mountain is out and sunny and etc, etc. It was the best vacation we could have had. So I guess it's just perspective. So what you can get out of life in terms of how you see things. So he wanted something fancy. He would go to this steakhouse every day because that was the best meal that he could find every day. And we liked finding which place had the best lemonade every day. So it's perspective. How do you look at your life every day? What can you get out of it every day? And we we loved it. Yet he thought, Everything
0: is just built out of concrete, so it was shit. And, and it was okay that he hated it, right? Because, it's you okay, know, we we he respected might go to it. another place in somewhere else that we would hate, right? And he would love, so exactly. In fact, in fact, I think that he mentioned a place that we had gone that he was just in love with, and I'm like, eh, that that was okay, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, so, right?
1: Like, there's plenty of places that we go that we don't like, that everybody loves. Like For instance, we don't like a lot of big cities because we're just more introverted. We don't like going places that are too crowded. Whereas there's a lot of people who love big cities because there's so much to do. Whereas I'm just like, oh my gosh, there's so many people get me out of here. So it's all in perspective. But Again, it's all in how you look at things. So it's kind of – it's just, like I said, it's a perspective thing. But you also have to look at, are you doing things for yourself or are you doing things for somebody else?
0: Or what – I think when you want to find happiness, you need to look within yourself to find the happiness. Right. You don't want to be looking around at other people and what's making them happy. Exactly. Because they're completely different people from you. So what makes them happy is not going to make you happy. You need to find it within yourself.
1: Right, right. So if everybody else is doing something because, oh, this is a trend or whatever, whatever, is that going to make you happy too? Maybe, but maybe not.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And. So, everybody's wearing this, everybody's doing this. Well, maybe it'll make you happy, but maybe not.
0: So, and if you spend your life chasing other people's happiness, more than likely you're never going to find happiness because right. your happiness needs to come from within you. Exactly. Exactly. From, what, from exactly. what's happening around you. So, so true.
1: So true. Like, again, so for instance, like I have on here, do, are you wearing a Fitbit for you? Or for somebody else, sure. You might want to track your steps. That's great. But are you wearing it on your wrist because you want to show everybody, like, hey, I'm I'm healthy? Or are you wearing it because you want to track your steps? Mm-hmm. So I I stopped wearing a Fitbit just because I I just don't like the comfort of it. I just like to wear all my bracelets from my trips. It's just a personal choice. Now some people like to track their steps and they like to wear it on their wrist, and that's fine because they like to to see it that's
0: totally cool. Well, we 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 that could be a part of it because w- the reason why why Tracy is bringing this up is cuz we had a conversation about how it seems to me like I don't know enough about the technology of a Fitbit, but a Fitbit would work much better to count your steps if you wore it around your ankle. But nobody wears it around the, our, their ankle and we speculated that the reason why it never really caught on to wear it around the ankle because I know that they do make like straps to wear it around the ankle, but most people don't wear it around the ankle because the speculation was by wearing it around your wrist, people can see it mm-hmm. and it makes you feel good that, hey, I'm being physically fit. I wear a Fitbit. And right. Whereas wearing it around your ankle, you're only getting the value of it tracking your steps. Nobody knows that you actually have it on. Right. Unless, of course, you're wearing shorts or something. Right. So. so,
1: it's it's very hard to say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and then you have the thing of, are you wearing the clothing that you wear because you like it or because it's trendy? I wear it because, most of the time, because I like it, but then it could be me- partially mentally because, ooh, somebody else's likes it too.
0: And, I, I don't know. And again, just just because clothes is trendy does not mean that because you're wearing it you're wearing it because it's trendy. If wearing clothes that is trendy makes you happy, right. But it it's got to make you happy, not exactly. your perception of you thinking that it's making other people like you. Right.
1: Exactly. Some of the times mine just falls on trend. It happens to. When we were when we were just in Europe, oh, sometimes mine just happened to fall with the trendy stuff, but it just was it, it? It just happened that way. Mm-hmm. It, it was. It was a very weird thing to find which one of us fit in and which one of us did it, it. It was just weird. But you have to again do what makes you happy. Don't do what what you feel like you should do. And if what makes you happy is what you know, quote unquote, fits in, fine. But if you're f- trying to fit in to be happy. It's it's kind of a, a weird game because eventually you're just going to be playing this weird game of I have to fit in. And then it's it's so hard to always try to fit in. So you just have to figure out in the end what makes me happy. If nobody else was around, what would I be doing? So, I mean, Eric does this thing sometimes when he says, okay, what do you want for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know. And then he says, okay. If I wasn't here, what would you eat for dinner? And then I said, "Okay, I'd be eating pizza." And he's like, "Okay, we're gonna do pizza tonight." So, it's kind of a fun thing. You just ask yourself, if nobody was here, what would I do? So just and, just think
0: that. And as you live your life, just look at because there's ton- hundreds of little small things that happen to you on a regular basis that mm-hmm. make you really happy. Yeah, and and try to take note of those because. Really, in the end, what you want to do is you want to replicate those things. And you're going to find that the vast majority of them is not going to be anything complex. It's not going to be anything super extravagant. It's just going to be, I mean, for a lack of better way of putting it, just dumb little things that happen throughout your day that just put a big smile on your face. Well, imagine if you have an entire day, every day filled with those dumb little things that yeah put a it smile is, on your face it is it's seriously just...
1: stupid it is so stupid how happy mm. that like the little nachos with the dip made me happy mm. it I was so happy like eating there and I'm like ooh like peanut sauce <laughs> the dill I was so ridiculously happy eating that but I I think it was, I mean, it was partially because some of the food we got there was just really lackluster. And then I got that and I was like, yes, this is so good. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it was just one of those weird things that I was just needing. But yeah, when you get little things that make you happy, you just have to keep following your gut like that. So if you just kind of keep doing little things like that, and yeah, it's a hard thing to do and it's not going to be an overnight transition. But if you keep doing little things, little things. And yeah, again, I'm not fully there yet. Eric's not fully there yet.
0: And I don't think an important thing to point out is is that I don't think anybody like we're not we're not here to preach that you're going to have the greatest day every day of your life. Oh god, no. But but I do think that there is a huge problem with people where they're not nearly focused on an, enough on the things that actually make them happy. They're right. more focused on other things, right? And and I think it's a very important point to point out that people you need to focus on is as, as dumb and as little as these things seem, they're going to be a much larger driving force in you know you having an up mood all the time than. Anything else you can do with your life, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this, the, comes back to the dumb, back to the dumb part of it is, is that all these things are generally stupid, dumb Yes. Things. They're not, they're not significant, but you get enough of them in it the, in your day and guess what? You're just going to be upbeat all day.
1: Yeah. It is, it is so silly. Like... It's like when I have a soda out of the can. I it's very rare that I just have one of them and it just reminds me of when I'm a little kid. <laughs> and I'm like, "Ooh, it's just like when I was when I had a soda and I, I was in the summer." And I don't know why, but if you have little things like that, you you just start to think of that like what little things can perk your day up. And sure, I like to do things for other people, but I also have to remember that I have to make myself happy. What little things make me happy? And I think I think these are the things that that I started to think about. Like I always was making other people happy and I had to start focusing on like, oh yeah, what made me happy? I'm going to start focusing on relaxing and not thinking about what other people think of me. And I'm gonna go around and just wearing my pajama pants. And yeah, I don't always do it in public, partially because, yeah, I don't like how the pockets go. <laughs> and, but I'm gonna just start not caring what I wear in public necessarily. I'm gonna start just being comfortable, honestly. I mean, that I think is the big thing. Just make yourself comfortable and not to the point where you're harming yourself, harming other people, but just start making yourself comfortable. Because I've seen things where all of a sudden you see older people and they're like, "Yeah, I'm living my best life at 60, 70, 80." And you know what? I think we start we need to start doing that at age
0: 40, 50, whatever. No, 30. I mean, you need to start doing that at age Twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah>. literally. <laughs> well, I think at
1: age one, some some people are doing that because they're pooping themselves. I mean, and they they get people taking care of themselves. So you know what? We start at age one, you're doing it, and then suddenly you start having these responsibilities, and you forget it. So then we need to start all of a sudden remembering how to do that again. So yeah, we have responsibilities, but also we need to remember. That, oh, yeah, we have to take care of ourselves, too.
0: And figure out a way to make those responsibilities. Not take not, over our not life. Not horrible. I yeah. I mean, you know, whether, I mean, honestly, if you have something in your life that you have to do, and it just makes you miserable that you have to do it, you really need to reflect on that thing. Because I can't give an example of this. But, okay, you have, you clean your house. I mean, this is a great example. You clean your house, and you absolutely are miserable when you have to clean your house, but you have to clean your house. Get a cleaner? No, you don't. Hire somebody to do it.
1: Right. That's what we
0: did. And there's, I mean... Look,
1: here's the thing, guys. We have to clean our house, but I cannot stand the way that cleaner smells because it, it gives me the migraines, et cetera, et cetera. Guess what? We got a cleaner. And some people would say, oh, lucky you because you can afford it, whatever. There's not expensive cleaning people out there. And you know what? We did it because I almost had to do it. So you got to kind of think about these things. Like what can make your life easier? And you know what? We got somebody to do our lawn and some people might say that's laziness. No, we did that because we We wanted to make our life easier.
0: We didn't. We don't like doing it. So why would we do it if we don't like doing it? And yeah. and I mean, to have somebody come and cut your grass, it costs $25-30. Yep. Okay. I mean, cut down on your chai lattes from Starbucks for for a month and right. you'll never have to cut your grass again. And right. like, I mean, that's that's a huge trade-off. That's a great trade-off that right. I mean and
1: So I guess the thing is is what's more important to you? Right. Getting getting expensive
0: drinks or or takeout or whatever yeah or and, and look at it if the chai latte makes you a heck of a lot happier than than going out and cutting your grass makes you unhappy then by all means continue to get the chai latte right but but there is something that you can counterbalance with and maybe it's not even you know and if it's just like well I absolutely cannot pay somebody to cut my grass. There's just no way. It would just make me so miserable. Well, then find another solution. Right. Maybe you have a neighbor who hates shoveling and you like shoveling and they like cutting grass. Well, make a deal. Yeah. You cut my grass, I'll shovel your driveway. Yeah, it's you true. You know, I mean, and, there's a hundred solutions to these problems and, and, and you just have to reflect on them and find that solution that works for you.
1: And I get that cuz like there are things where where Eric's like, "Well, I get it. You you don't necessarily like doing the laundry." And I'm like, well, I just I like having my own laundry done because like when we're in other countries, we have to take our laundry somewhere. And I'm like, oh, I, I just I don't know. When I'm at home, I like to to have my own laundry done, whatever. And I just I just don't want to take it somewhere. And so there's certain things that you don't want to give up to somebody else. And hey, that's cool. I totally get that. So we're not telling you that you got to give everything up if <laughs> So, But
0: there are things that if it's a real burden to you, hey, I'll bet there's ways to, to sit down and think about it. Figure out what those problems are and figure out how can I eliminate this from my life? Because I don't think there's very many things out there that you can't in some way figure out a way to eliminate from your life. if If it makes you that unhappy... There's there is a solution. And I challenge anybody to to (laughs) to send us an email and tell us that thing that there is no viable way to eliminate it from your life. Because if you send that email to you, I will do the research. I will find the I will give you five suggestions on how you can eliminate that thing from your life. He can because
1: he's he's tried to he's tried to tell me things before I because he's like, oh, man, you seem so overwhelmed. And I'm like, I can do this. I promise you. I want to. So, yeah, he's he's tried to eliminate everything from my life. <laughs> and
0: and you, what will happen is you will respond to that message I send you. With and then the five he will things, respond
1: back. And you'll tell
0: me that, well, none of those solutions will work for me. And then I will tell you that you're just a fool. Because you're... Then... Because at that point you're now just not wanting to solve this problem, so yeah. Not to be mean to anybody, I'm sure nobody out there listening to this podcast will do that. But, but when I do things like this,
1: this is what I not just we, to
0: Tracy, but to other people too. This is the response I always get: is yeah. Well, I, that doesn't work for me. So,
1: no, there's certain things that I I say no. I I have a certain way that I like to do it. So. But but uh but yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is that if there's something that, that you don't like in your life, you just really have to look and go, what is, what is it that I don't like?
0: You have to, again, search within yourself and find the solution, because I promise you, there's a solution to and, that problem.
1: And of course, like we said, you're not going to have the greatest day every day. Look, no matter how happy I am one day, the next day, I can have the cruddiest day look we had we just had a three week vacation yeah it was a long one guys and not every day on that one was the greatest day for me because look three weeks bipolar girl yeah i had a couple bad days and so it it just comes around sometimes that you're gonna have a bad day and it just it just happens and it could just be because a bad day is bound to happen or it could just be because there's just something in your life that you're not sure what it is or because it's unsolvable, whatever. So you just have to figure out if there's something in your life that can be solved. It, there, there are just things. So you have to kind of look and say, is this something I can solve right now? Is this something I can solve in the future? So this, these are just kind of things that that you need to need to look at
0: and just remember it's going to be uncomfortable because you know it what it is it's changing change. is always uncomfortable and and
1: i i was always reluctant to change i still am reluctant to change and you
0: will always be reluctant to change because contrary everybody is reluctant to change it doesn't matter who you are and if you th- i if you think that you're not reluctant to change you're probably wrong because to to the date in my life, I have never met anybody that doesn't have some reluctance to change. Right. There are people that are more accepting of change and are more, but nobody completely is just like, oh, I just enjoy change. <laughs> like, right. It's just not, we're not wired that way. Yeah, right. You, if you are, then you're not a human being. So you're you're some sort of foreign being.
1: <laughs> right. Like I'm always like, well, I like to change the color of my hair and this and right. this, but like- but uh anything further than that, it takes a little bit. But but uh I think once you start to change a little bit, a little bit, it does get a little bit easier, believe me. And you're gonna realize that uh that it's good. It does it does get easier and and it's good for you, I promise and, you. And
0: and there are things that are gonna be easier for you to change. Oh, yeah. And other things. So maybe make a list of the things you want to change in your life, you know, and if one is really hard, try to tackle a different one because some of them are just going to be a lot easier to do than other ones are. Yeah. And, and some of them you might not ever be able to fully change, unfortunately. Right. That's just the way it is. But when you can't fully change it, you do what you can do to re- reduce it right. or couple it with a good thing. So yeah, at least exactly. when you're doing something you dislike, either you can follow it up with doing something you do like or some sort of combination to reduce the burden of that. Exactly, thing. exactly. So, and if everything is bad in your life, it's going to be a challenge. Yeah. But I, I mean, hope not
1: everything is bad but, in your life, but
0: yeah. But if it is, then you really need to like... Start putting this list together and start facing some of the things because, you know, like, you got a long road ahead of you.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Ask for help. Because
0: I'm sure that there's somebody out there that can help you, too. Because, I mean. An, an accountability coach would be somebody to just make sure that you are focused on these things. Yeah. Um,
1: Whether it's a friend or somebody, an actual accountability coach. <laughs> So, because you know what, if there's somebody out there that you can talk to and keep you accountable, or just that you can say, "Hey, I'm doing
0: this," it helps, man. It helps, but remember that these things are things that you have to fix in a way that works for you, right? And you know, they when can't- it all comes down to it, you have to fix it. Somebody can't fix it for you.
1: Yeah, because if somebody says, well, I would do this, but you're thinking, well, I was going to do it this way, you need to follow your own gut in terms of how you need to fix it. You can't fix it the way that
0: they want you to fix it. You could try the way they want to fix it, but then you have to adapt it to make it work for you because inevitably, you are two different people. Yep. And... You have to figure out the solution that works for you. If you're just trying to copy somebody else's solution, it's never going to work. Yeah,
1: because then you're just doing what you were originally doing. You were following somebody else. So you can always ask for advice. Asking for advice is never a bad thing. I mean, I've been asking for advice the past couple months in terms of my health, etc. But you can't in the end, you got to follow your gut because like we said, you're looking inside of yourself and going, why am I not happy or whatever? And you're looking for your own self-acceptance here. So this is this is you in the end. This is all about you. Mm-hmm. So you need to look for yourself. You can always ask for help, but in the end, this is about you.
0: Right. Just remember that that help is just help. It's not yep. a solution. It's not going to fix the problem. You have to fix the problem.
1: Yep. So, so yeah. Anything else that you want to add to that
0: one, Eric? No, I think I've spoken too much. You never speak too much. So apparently, Google got pretty mad at me. So, yeah, <laughs>
1: I, I heard Google there. I, I was trying to figure out what the heck was talking. So, sorry if you guys heard that one. But, uh, in two weeks, we are going to be talking about migraines and their stigma, so we're going to finally tackle that one, and you guys get to hear about some of my issues that I've been having and some stigmas behind migraines, so I know that's a little bit off topic in terms of what we usually talk about, but there's some stigmas behind that and people saying that that migraines are just headaches and all that. And uh, we're going to dive a little bit into that. So we also would love it if you guys would rate us if you haven't yet. And if you guys would love to contact us, our email is stigmasandopenwounds at gmail.com. And we are also on Facebook and Instagram.
0: And I'm looking forward to the all the emails of the unsolvable problems <laughs> for me to fix. Before.
1: Yeah. Yes, that is so true. All right. So Like I said, we'll be back in two weeks. Talk to you guys later. Thank you.